your boy lewis yo what's up guys it's your boy gibby we're back and a happy new, new year. year 2018 new year new me yes you're right uh how you feeling how was your holidays it was good man um nice and relaxing i didn't really get that much holidays I had like one day off oh yeah that's right yeah i forgot yeah. yeah but um yeah it wasn't bad nice and relaxing new year's was uh very chill Got a little wobbly pants, and uh, yeah, now we're here. How about you? Oh, man, it was good. Really, really good. Uh, oh, the wedding, the wedding. Yeah, there was the wedding, my cousin's wedding. Yeah. It was great. I had a good time, and then we had a little family function the next day. A lot of family stuff over the holidays, a lot of drinking. Oh, yeah. And uh, I'm still feeling the effects well, <laughs> of with, that. With this point in the hab season, I think drinking is key. Yeah, there's yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, it's it's been tough. So uh, the opening song I had to bring bring back the opening song. Oh, they're back. Yeah, today was "Love Hurts" <laughs> by Nazareth because uh, we love the Habs and it hurts that they're to struggling. watch their games and everything hurts right now for me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna need uh, a January eighth. That's the real start of my new year. Okay, you know that that should be fitting. January first, no. January eighth, Monday. That's when you know I'll change forever. Yeah. Like Greek Orthodox, like yeah. the Christmas is January eighth or something. <laughs> there you go. Whatever, whatever. I'm changing January eighth, not the first. That's stupid. Whoever came up with that. Yeah. Starting the eighth. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, some people will clear out of the gym by then. Yeah, we'll By the see. Eighth, right? There should be like at least twenty percent of those <laughs> resolutioners will be gone. Yeah. Okay, so getting into the action, it's been a couple weeks. I know you guys have missed us, and you want us to talk about the Habs. Yeah, that's why we're here. This is why we're here. It is, but it's <laughs> not. It's not. Uh, it's not, not on not the good. best terms. Not on it's the best terms. Okay, so fallen for Dolan. Yeah. The hashtags are everywhere. They're yes. all around. Is it truly time, Gibby, to give up on the season? Um, well, I gave up like two or three episodes ago, and you were kind of still optimistic, <laughs> which I respect, absolutely. Um, but I think it's time to realize that the team is not good. And uh, we're not going to make playoffs. We're out of playoffs. We're eight points out of playoffs with which doesn't sound like a lot, but there's a lot of teams ahead of us, so we need a lot of teams to start yeah, losing. Yeah, I picture, like, you know, like, one of those races where, like, people are racing to get there, and there's guys pushing your head and elbowing you. Like, yeah. There's, like, eight dudes in front of us that mm-hmm. won't let us by, and that's pretty much what it looks like right now Yeah, for so us trying to get in. I think we uh, we may as well just buckle up for the, for the trade deadline, get rid of guys 
who uh, who have value, um, and trade them for picks and prospects. Um, we're in a good spot come the offseason, though, with $19 million in cap space projected. Um, so I'm excited slash nervous to see what Bergevin, if Bergevin's still in office. Basically, I want to see what management yeah. does in the offseason mm-hmm. with all that cap space. Man, it's it's tough, and uh, it's hard to say that I'm not giving up on the season because yeah. it's just... I'm not gonna lie, man. It, I've finally come to terms that we're just not good <laughs> this Welcome. year. Welcome. <laughs> we're just not good this year. Um, something needs to be tweaked. Yeah. I still don't believe that this team is as bad as its record. I truly don't. Mm-hmm. But they just don't got it this year. They don't. It's becoming way too hard to watch. It really is. It's Frustrating, annoying. I can think of a bunch of things that describe how I feel when I watch the Habs. You know, I keep telling myself the next game, they'll be hungry. They're going to turn it around, but it's not happening. Yeah. You know, to be honest, it's been a while since they like truly had one of those convincing, like 60 minute, great showing, dominant performances, Mm -hmm. the inconsistencies, the excuses. It's been a tough schedule. Oh, they're tired from the Christmas holidays. Oh, but they're injured. I mean, it just proves that this team is not mentally tough enough. They're not deep at all. And just a true disappointment this year. Yeah, excuses aren't for for winners, and the Habs are a bunch of excuses right now. Yeah, it is. And, you know, I truly hate tanking. Yeah. I do. I, I don't like the idea of it. But I like, to, I like to watch competitive hockey, right? That, that's what I like to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think right now this team is not too far away from Jeff Molson having to make a serious decision about this franchise. Yeah. And uh, I was – well, I, I just want to touch on this. I, I was thinking about it earlier. Um, I don't think they're going to get rid of Bergevin because of the fact that he is the reason why we have so much cap space. So I think what they're going to do is they're going to see what he's going to do with all this space. Yeah. Well, I kind of, I don't know. I, maybe they're not going to get it rid could of go, him. It could go either way. And it could, this was an interesting thing, too, today that uh, Tony Marinero said on TSN 690. Yeah. I was listening. He said when Bergevin got hired, did he want to do a rebuild then? Mm-hmm. Right when he first took over the team, because if he did, if he did want to do a rebuild then, and Jeff Molson said no, then they can't fire him. Yeah, because really it's Jeff Molson's fault. Yeah, right. But he can still fire him. But really he he shouldn't. It <laughs> if he's a, it's kind of stupid. Half decent man. But you know I uh, listen. I agree with the guys at like the Habs unfiltered. I believe with them. I mean, I agree with them. I believe. I believe with. Them. With I them. believe with you guys. At Habs <laughs> unfiltered. I do believe. I think a retool is going to be the better choice. Yeah. But uh, either way, one or the other needs to be done. A retool or rebuild. It needs to be done, and I think it needs to be done without Mark Bergevin. Okay. And we'll be talking more about Mark. We're going to break down his 2017 report card. We're going to do that for the GMs in the future. Mm-hmm. Of the future, yeah, because there will be more GMs. So I don't know. I don't know, Gibbs. <sighs> uh, it's, tough. it's tough. 
Yeah. I thought we were going to start off the new year, yeah, with a good win. No. We're turning this thing around. Nope. That's another thing. Uh, I tweeted uh, after, like, after the Joe Thornton goal um, against San Jose. That goal literally describes the Hab season in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. Like, Joe Thornton was behind the... He was behind <laughs> the net. Yeah, you know what? The shot I- went wide. It hit his skate. Bounced right in front of him. Joe Thornton just tucked it in. Yeah, and there was a weird switch that Alsner and and Yurebeck did. That was a disastrous yeah, pairing. I'm terrible. sorry. Like, listen, Yurebeck, I blame Carl Alsner more. Yeah, he's not because he's just terrible, and everybody he's with, he, he just like they have to pick up the pieces. And Yurebeck yeah. is not ready for that responsibility yet. He's still learning the NHL game. He needs to be with a guy. He still does a lot of good things. I still like Yerbeck, but he needs to be with a guy who's a little more experienced. Not Carl Alsner. This yeah. guy is he's just a train wreck. He's yeah. a d- d- disaster. Yeah. Okay, let's carry on. All right, yeah, I, let's I, go. I, I've, been, I've been holding it up a little bit. <laughs> okay, so... Uh, okay, we, it's pretty obvious this team's going to be sellers. Yeah. I, there's, we're going to be sellers. Who are you selling and what are you buying? Okay, so first, let me go to the poll question. Okay. Because I did post up a poll question, and I did post it up a little earlier, so we did get a decent amount of votes. Mm-hmm. People know us out there. How many votes? Uh, 40. Nice. <laughs> That's We're pretty big. good. That's pretty big. I don't even, like, I didn't even think 40 people knew who we were. Yeah. So that's good. Um, so basically we add, if you had to pick one of these Montreal Canadians, who would you trade? It was Carey Price, Max Pacioretty, Brendan Gallagher, Alex Galchenyuk. So 18% said Price, 68%. Damn, it would have been funny if it was 67%. That's yeah. Uh, 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 said Max Pacioretty. 3% said Brendan Gallagher. So pretty safe to say that people like Brendan Gallagher and don't mm-hmm. want to get rid of him. And 11% say Alex Galchenyuk. So there was a few reasonings, like, you know, uh, Treg said, uh, Treg Wilson from Habs Unfiltered yeah. said Patches. He's got the best trade value. Uh, some guys say, uh, you know, I think you could still build around Carey Price, so not Carey Price. Uh, and a lot of, um, another guy, uh, Jeff Demeek, said Pacioretty. He's the one that you probably get the most return for. So it seems like yeah. most people are on the same page. 68% voted for Max Pacioretty. So mm-hmm. obviously that kind of seems like the direction we want to go. But what do you think? Because that's what matters. Of course. Um so as I said before, um, come the deadline, I think anyone with value needs to go. Um, guys like Byron, uh, Pacioretty. Byron Fraze? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Paul Byron. Hey, guys. Um, I, I think Paul Byron will fetch some, uh, some value. Um, Max Pacioretty, obviously. I was reading something, and someone brought up a good point. Um, I can't remember who it was on Twitter, but it was basically Max Pacioretty is going to be what Matt Duchesne was to Colorado, basically fetching a good amount of stuff, but the holdout for the trade won't be as long. Um, So, yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting because actually it makes sense. Um, Trade guys like I like I don't want to trade Gallagher, but I feel like Gallagher brings some value to uh to bring some picks and prospects. Mm-hmm. Um, and buying, right now, I would be buying a number one center if the situation would arise. Very unlikely. Um, but like I say, try and get John Tavares in a sign-and-trade deal if Islanders are told by Tavares and his agent he won't be signing with them. Mm. 
Um, I would also be going after prospects and picks, pretty much. Just loading up for the future, honestly, because uh, I don't see us being good. Yeah, like, you know, for me, I think that if you're going to make a a trade in the immediate future, Mm -hmm. then you add the pieces we need, which is a center or a top two defensemen. Yeah. That's your immediate pieces. So if Pacioretty can... Young guys. Yeah. If Pacioretty can fetch you him in a package deal... Not giving up none of these guys, which is this is my list. Lekkanen, Hudon, Chucky, Deneau, Druen, Sherback, Jolson, Petrie, Mete. Those are my untouchables. I know okay. it's tough, but those are the guys that I think you want to keep around for the future. Everybody else, I think right now, even some of the newer guys, you can get rid of them. You can package them. If Pacioretty can get us a top center or a defenseman, Top two defenseman? Yeah. Not a risk or a guy who has potential? No. Puck moving defenseman. Yeah, puck moving top two, a guy, though, who can play yeah. on with Shea Weber. If he can get that, then I say make the trade. I feel like we now. had two of those puck moving D-men. I'm, I'm not too sure. <laughs> I feel like we traded we them have. recently. We might have. I'm not too sure. Sigurdjev, Subban. I'm not, I'm, I don't <laughs> remember. Um, so, yeah. you know, trade. Uh, if you could do that, then... That's what you're going to get if you trade now. Now, yeah. if you're going to wait until closer to the deadline and we're already way, way gone, then I would say look more towards the future. But still, mm-hmm. that's the main priority. I, yeah. it, goes, I, it really goes top center, I think, f- or puck moving D-man first, top center second. That's, yeah, that's my I, order. I or you know what? That. I won't even put none ahead of them. Just you need both. Both are needed. <laughs> you need both. But anyway, th- you heard my untouchables. Anybody else... I'm willing to trade, mm-hmm. really. Anybody. It's time to get creative. This team is not going anywhere. They're not. They just yeah. aren't. I've seen enough. Uh, you remember how I said the, the Habs were like a box of chocolates? Yes. Yeah, well, that box has melted. It expired. Okay, and it's froze over, and it formed into one solid pile of expired shit. <laughs> that, that's okay. what it's turned into. Okay, real- okay, maybe it's not that bad. It's not shit. It's <laughs> okay. like... It's dark chocolate. I don't like dark chocolate, so we'll <laughs> yeah, say it's dark yeah, chocolate. There you go. That not because he's it's racist, not, it's just not because milk chocolate. it's just it doesn't have a Why good do you have flavor? to bring up the race thing? I'm <laughs> we're talking about chocolate, man. Well some people I just want to put it out there. Some people we're might get the wrong idea, race. man. Um I'm talking about practice. Listen, I'm mad, man. I'm mad. I'm not the only one. Right now yeah. I don't even care if Claude Julian gets fired. <laughs> those names that I said, those are the only guys I care about. Everybody else can get it. Yeah. Y'all can get it. And you can get it too. Pack your shit. Okay, moving on. Now, what kind of changes you think the coach could make to please the fan base, win or lose? What can he do right now to just make us happy? Um, it's I know it's pretty obvious, it's, and I'm pretty sure everybody's answer is the same, but I want to hear it from you. Yeah, I got, well, the obvious one I got is Galchenyuk playing center and having Druen play wing. There's no, like, you got nothing, There's nothing to, lose. to lose. Just do it. So I got a little bit, um, I thought, like, a little bit deeper. I'd like to see Carr and Houdon getting a bigger role because Carr has been so successful. I feel like I feel like he needs to be rewarded. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we're going to see that once players are moved at deadline because there's going to be, if you're moving the players at deadline, obviously you're moving them for picks and prospects, so that's going to clear up roster space should you deal guys like Pacioretty at deadline. Um, but honestly, anything at this point I think will please me personally. Um, 
just because if you try to mix things up, it's showing that you're actually trying something. But for the unrealistic fans, it won't satisfy them because people are just not satisfiable or unsatisfied always. Um, so basically, just bear down, bear the storm, bear down, and batten down the hatch for the off season. That's what I think. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Like for me, it's it's easy. Let the kids play. Call up Noah yeah. Jelson. Give him a go. Call up McCarron and Sherback. Insert them into the lineup. The number one thing of all, I think, is put Chucky at center. Yeah, we, we all that's we all pretty agree. obvious. Put him at center. Do like we need to see something. Yeah. Okay, we need to see something. We can't do any worse. Okay, like and Chucky can't do any worse than any other center on this damn team. So I think it's time to try new things. These guys are not playing hungry. They're not playing with fire. They got to do something that's going to spark something in them. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you one thing: if the coach wants to remove himself from the sinking ship and join Lewis and Gibby on the lifeboat, We're okay, cool <laughs> then he needs to make the fan base proud and do what we've been telling you. The whole fan base has been telling you the whole time: do it. Do it. Just do it. Save Just yourself, Claude. Save yourself from this train wreck, from this boat crash, from whatever it is. It's a disaster. Disaster. Okay? Just yes. do it. Do something. I'm going to send uh, Claude Julien the, um, the video of uh, Shia LaBeouf saying just do it like for like a minute and a half. So hopefully he does it. <laughs> yeah. Me too. Okay. <laughs> All right, so after the game yesterday, the Habs had a players-only meeting. Yeah. What do you make of this? Can it help? Should they have done this a long time ago? Or is it just a formality? How do you feel? I think it's just they're just running out of options. They don't really know where else to go. Um, I think it's it's a good thing. It might, I mean, usually when teams have... uh, player only meetings it means they're struggling and they're not doing well yeah so i mean is it is it a formality hello is it a formality <laughs> um i don't know it's it's kind of <laughs> you lose your sound there for a yeah sec. i lost my sound it was weird <laughs> all right you're back i can um, hear you too <laughs> that was really weird um now i lost my, i lost my sound now i lost my thought um yeah i don't know it's gonna be it, hopefully it's a good thing i guess um but to be honest, I'm I'm all about if it if it happened. I hope it doesn't work just because I want them to struggle and I want them to I don't want them to play well anymore. Yeah. I don't want it to happen anymore. Like I, I just I want them to lose. So anything you guys want to do, just do for a formality base just to show that you guys still care. But um yeah, just keep losing for me, thanks. Yeah, like I, I'm still at a tough spot where I, I don't I know it I know the right thing to do is lose, just lose out, but I still kind of don't want to. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think right now I just kind of want to lose, but lose in a good way, like see the team play well. Yeah. See the young guys play good, some nice skilled play, some like nasty highlight goals, something. Yeah, but for me, uh, you know, touching on this and the players only meeting. Uh, okay, look, I know the one thing is the players were all ma- uh, waiting for the media, mm-hmm. right after the media. So I mean, after the meeting, they they had they are all waiting in their booths. They were ready to take questions, all of them. Yeah. So that's good to see. Accountability is good to see. It's five losses in a row. 
Not good. And it should be a standard procedure. They have to answer, you know, answer the bells. Yeah. Um, but a player meeting is not going to change this team. Practices are not going to change this team. Mm-hmm. A GM change, a coaching change, watching your friends get traded, that's going to change this team for better or yeah. for worse. It will. And uh, the answers are not in the room. They're not. Take notes, Bergeron. You, you can keep looking, but you ain't going to find shit. Some of the answers are in the room. No, no, they're not there. You can, some you of them can keep looking. You're not going to. You have a better chance finding Elvis or Tupac Shakur alive. Okay? I'm I getting actually s- found him, <laughs> to be honest. Okay? <laughs> I'm not talking about those fake Vegas Elvis or that. That New Jersey Tupac. If, listen, search up New Jersey Tupac. He's like I've a Puerto it. Rican dude I've seen who, it, yeah. who looks exactly like <laughs> Tupac. I'm not talking those guys. I'm talking about you ain't going to find those. The answers are not there. Okay? Yeah. I'm getting sick of excuses. It's not there. Tell me how you really feel. It's not there. <laughs> okay? Okay, man. All right. Okay, moving on. Have a prediction. So there is no have a prediction again. Yeah. We have to announce our winner and congratulations to do 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 do. Hey, Krista Jenkins. Woo, woo, woo. Krista Jenkins has won her custom jersey. Boom. She chose Shea Weber. She chose Shea Weber? She chose Shea Weber. Okay. So we will be posting up a picture on probably on Twitter. We will get her consent first. Yes. But we, we, you know, we told her she didn't have to put her face or whatever, but I'm pretty sure she's happy to have won it. So congratulations to her. I believe she ended with 64 points. Mm-hmm. She, if you look at it, she chose the top, our three top leading point scorers, uh, point getters. So. Wow. So she, she, she nailed Maybe Maybe we should uh, call her and tell her, listen, you want to be the um, GM of the Montreal Yeah, Canadian? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. So congratulations to Krista. And also we... Our new contest. I did get some submissions. Submissions, sorry. <laughs> Thank you guys. But I'm um, giving you guys one last chance. So even the people who gave us the submissions, I'm gonna let you guys resubmit. Okay. So don't forget, it's the Canadians' record mm-hmm. at the end of the year. Yeah. And give me the amount of points. What we want is the amount of points. The record is the tiebreaker. Yes. Okay. How much will the Canadians? Uh, finish with so listen I'm giving everybody a new chance so email us at habalisten at gmail.com send it to us by this Sunday that is the final deadline okay send it I won't be accepting any submissions after that I know it was the holiday season not a lot of we did get a lot but you know we want to make it interesting so I'm giving you guys one last chance and the people who did submit can resubmit so Good luck to you. Now, are and they submitting twice, or are they just resubmitting? No, they, if they feel like they want to Change adju- adjust their okay, submission, okay. since there was a couple more games played, maybe be back then they thought the Habs were going to do better, and now they're, you know, they yeah, suck. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> so I'm giving those people an opportunity. If they're happy with their original choice, then good for them. Congrats. Okay. So it's time to uh, move on now. Mm-hmm. And you know what time it is now? It's time for Tweets of the Week. <whistles> Go ahead. Okay. Um, I actually have two, but I don't know. I'm just going just gonna to wing it and choose whatever one I click first. Okay, here we go. Um, it was a tweet that um, Treg Wilson. Is it Treg? Treg? Treg. Treg Wilson. Our colleague. Um, 
he liked it and it showed up on my newsfeed and I thought it was pretty interesting how <clears throat> we actually spoke very, very like all the fans in, in Habs land spoke very poorly and criticized Michelle Terrion for how he handled PK Subban. And um, so here's the tweet. They said Michelle Terrion held PK back offensively. Well, in four years, which is 274 games under Terrian, Subban averaged 0.77 points per game. And in 104 games under Laviolette, Subban's averaged 0.66 points per game. I just, it makes me wonder if the fans and the media ran Subban out and Terrian out because I don't know, like, you look at it now. Subban had some, like, 0.77 points per game for a defense is pretty good. Mm. And he's at 0.66 points right now, and I'm pretty sure he's in the top five for points, and he's actually being talked about for a... Yeah. I was about to say a Vesna. For a... Uh, <laughs> help me out here. That's right. You know, when Rene went down, <laughs> Subban, <laughs> Subban Wrong Subban. In, or wrong Subban. Yeah, yeah Malcolm. <laughs> um, yeah, for a Norris. There we go. I had a little brain fart there. There you go, yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I just I just think it's it's a little. It was interesting to me to see that. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Uh, me, yeah, I that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna just tell you to fuck off and let no, me read mine. Sorry, no, 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 it's <laughs> not what I meant. <laughs> no, I didn't mean to throw you this side. It is interesting. I I I no, understand kidding, what I mean. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I don't think, but I still do think that uh, PK was treated poorly. Yeah, I don't think he was held back offensively, but I do think that I'm pretty sure there was some. T- I think it could have been better. That's mm-hmm. how good he was here. But anyway, moving on. Um, mine comes from a very noble man. And we, are n- we don't like to get into politics on this show. Oh, my God. And we will not uh, give an opinion. I'll just let you guys make your own opinion. So this comes from Donald J. Trump. Who, who is that? I don't even know. Some scrub. Uh, North Korean leader Kim Jong-un just stated that the nuclear button is on his de- desk at all times. Will someone from his depleted and food-starved regime please inform him that I, too, have a nuclear button? But it is a much bigger and more powerful one that, than his, and my button works. It's It's... <laughs> Donald Trump just does Donald Trump think that like he's playing a game of risk yeah. or something like that like this is not a video game man this is real life this guy thinks it's call of duty <laughs> or something and he he's at 25 kills uh, and he's going to drop a nuke like whoa i just i th- i had other tweets but this one just this is what 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 but yo i saw um KFC like used the like the shell of the Donald Trump tweet talking bad about oh, who was it talking bad about another chain restaurant basically mm. like it's it's sad that they're using <laughs> they're using they're using the president's words to to promote their chicken that's pretty much what they're doing like talking about nuclear warfare and they're converting they're like, it to selling their chicken Popeyes yeah. thinks they got good like, sauce well we got better sauce yeah like it's it's crazy <laughs> hold on let me try to here, continue on. I'll try to find it quickly. Um, but it's well, there is no. We're gonna have to take a break. So, okay. All right, we're gonna have to take a commercial break. Want the latest Habs news with game previews, reviews, and highlights? How about full coverage of development camps and special events? Looking to follow the Laval Rocket or the Brampton Beast more closely this season? Perhaps you'd like to learn more about team prospects. Would you like a place to socialize with hockey fans all over the world? 
We've got what you're looking for at allhabs.net, the place where you'll find everything you need to be the most informed and connected Habs fan around. Allhabs.net. Allhabs.net. Allhabs. We're back. So did you find it? Yeah, I found it. Um, it's actually KFC UK in Ireland. Uh, verified account. Um, <laughs> verified. I have, I have to let uh, you guys hint, know. Hint, hint. Twitter. So, yeah. Lewis and Gibby. Verified. <laughs> Verify us. Um, McDonald's leader Ronald just stated he has a burger on his desk at all times. Will someone from his big shoot red nose regime inform him that I too have a burger on my desk, but mine is a box meal, which is bigger and more powerful than his, and mine has gravy. Hashtag nuclear button. <laughs> <laughs> like, really? Oh my God. What does okay. this world come to? <laughs> wow, that's... That's classic. Anyway, like I don't, we don't mean to offend anybody. We, uh, I'm not against anybody. Everybody has their political views, and we don't like to get political. So let's forget about that, and let's get back into the Habs. Yeah. Anyway, so we are going to review Mark Bergevin's body of work in 2017, mm-hmm. and we'll touch on just a couple of his free agent signings. Uh, okay, so you uh, going to open it up, or we both open it up, or? Uh, how do you want to do this? It's so okay, you want me to start off with the very first transaction I'm your friend, I made, and you can open up to me. Okay, so the okay. very <laughs> what the hell? So the very first transaction he made in 2017. Go ahead. Um, January 26, 2017. Jonathan Razine and a sixth round pick, Ooh. which is number 180, which turned into Cole Gutman. No idea. <laughs> um, in 2017. Traded to Tampa Bay Lightning for Nikita Nesterov. Oh, okay. I liked the deal at the beginning, but uh, didn't pan out. Yeah, Nesterov showed some promise, but whatever. Anyway, that's kind of just like a scratch. Yeah. Scratch deal. What's next? Uh, I got February 21st, 2017. Philip Samuelson traded to Carolina Hurricanes for Keegan Lowe. Yeah, that was AHL trade. Yeah. Next. You want me to keep going? Yeah, just roll through them. We're not going to spend that much time. Okay. Greg Pattern and a fourth round pick, which turned out to be Marcus Phillips, Los Angeles via Dallas in 2017, traded to Dallas for Jordy Ben. I th- okay, th- we'll touch on this one. Yeah, let's touch on it because the guy, it's still a roster player right now. Yeah, and, and you know what? Listen, Jordy Ben is a good player. Yes. I don't, I'm not going to, I don't know if, if Greg, maybe Greg Pattern could have done the same thing that uh, Jordy Ben is doing. Yeah. Right? I can't say no. Because we, we don't know. We don't know. And I to tell you the truth, I'm not disappointed with the trade. I don't hate it, but I, don't, I just don't think it's... It was kind of an unnecessary trade. It's unnecessary. Yeah, it was kind of unnecessary. I think that maybe Pattern could have done the same thing. But you know what? Listen, I'm pleased with Jordy Ben. I yeah. feel like if Jordy Ben stays on the third pairing, okay, as a five or six defenseman, he... Suits that role well. He's he doesn't have to do too much. He 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 can play well, but you could see when he's given too much time and he's playing against better players, mm-hmm. he does get exposed. He'll yeah. get caught sometimes. He makes mistakes. It's he's asking. They're asking him to play way above his skill set. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I'm not mad at that trade, but at the end of the day, maybe it's one of those that didn't have to be done. Yeah, and. Uh 
Now we got uh, Little Davey gets traded to Edmonton for Brandon Davidson. Yeah, well, there you go. Just a wash. Yeah, it's a wash. Stupid. Because, well, to, to tell you the truth, we lost because we just gave up Davidson for nothing. Yeah, didn't Davidson end up getting claimed by yeah, Edmonton? Exactly. So we basically, yeah, okay. Anyway, um, I know that was, that was the time where everybody wanted da- Little Davey out of town. But yeah. to tell you the truth, I bet you if we had Little Davey, we would be, we'd be better off. We'd have a center. But <laughs> here's the thing. So we're looking at it like from roster player, but that's actually a salary dump, is it not? Because Davey was making, what, 3.5? Yeah, but... But he's a center. I get what you're saying, but I'm saying, like, I'll give Bergevin the benefit of the doubt. I get he Listen, he when he, when he received Davidson, he probably wasn't expecting, the, like, that much from it him. It was a risk. I still think that Davidson is better than Carl Alsner. <laughs> uh, I would prefer him. Yeah. Uh, you know, at least he has a little more offensive ability, and they both make bonehead mistakes defensively. I, that's my opinion. Yeah. Maybe some people won't agree, but whatever. To me... I don't know. I wasn't mad at the trade at the time because I thought it was time for Davey to, to move on. So mm-hmm. I, uh, for me, I don't have a big it, – it is what it is. Move on. Okay. So trade deadline. Um, this, is, this, is the tr- this is where – This is the, the turning is point where, of, the, of the Habs, yeah, in my opinion, This right is now. where things really started to go downhill. I think it's where um, Bergevin might have been dipping into too much alcohol or something. <laughs> Um, but yeah, he traded, I don't mind this trade actually. I get what he's trying to do. Um, he traded a sixth round pick for Steve Ott. Yeah. You know what? And I thought out of all the pickups, Steve Ott was was probably the best best pickup. He brought a little bit of of toughness to us. I know he was not the best, but he was decent on the face off. I actually liked Steve Ott. Yeah. I wasn't mad about that. Your favorite. Um, (laughs) the fourth condition, fourth round conditional pick in 2018 traded to LA for Dwight King. Condition is if Montreal won two rounds and King played more than half their total playoff games in 2016-17, or if King appeared on the Canadians' reserve list from July 1st to November 15th, the fourth round would be then a third round. Mm-hmm. The well, conditions did not get met, yeah, so it was a fourth. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dwight King's whatever. That was terrible. It was only a pick we gave up. This next trade pisses me off. This was probably one of the, his worst trades. Yeah. So Sven Andragetto. Alfagetti. There you go. Um, was traded to Colorado for Andreas Martinson. Um, Terrible. I don't like it at all. I, I, I didn't like it when we made it, and I don't like it now because Sven's doing well in Colorado, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, he's been a little up and down, but still. But Martinson he's doing... is in the AHL, so. Yeah. Um... Okay, now, yeah, that for me, like I think that was probably one of Mark Bergevin's worst moves this year. Um, this also could be well. That was a terrible deadline. It was a terrible trade. Deadline. Yeah, it was. He could have added a guy like Thomas Vanek or somebody who who could score a goal. Yeah, he needed to add something that he something didn't. to score. We couldn't score. He added these plugs that did nothing, but they did nothing. <laughs> I am You're so <laughs> pissed you have an accent. Nothing. <laughs> um, it's the demon escaping. Yeah, it's trying to escape. Escape me. Okay. No. Moving on. <laughs> um, this is something that I... Okay, I'll, I'll say the trade and then I'll talk on it. Um, Mikhail Sergachev and a second, conditional second, to be determined via Washington um, in 2018, traded to Tampa Bay for Jonathan Drouin and a conditional sixth. The condition is if Sergachev plays at least 40 games, 
in 2017, 2018, including playoffs, no picks are exchanged. So uh-huh. the picks are pretty much going to be obsolete. I'm pretty sure he hit the 40 bar. The t- actually, I think, uh, yeah, I think today or tomorrow is he's hitting the 40 mark. Yeah. So, so it's, it's basically no Sergeyev for Drouin straight up. Listen, I love Drouin. And I get what he's trying. I get what Bergevin is trying to do, but Sergeyev is having a good year so mm-hmm. far. Yeah, but on a really good team, so. Yeah, but still, he's still a good player. Like, I don't know. No, he is, but he's on a good team, and he doesn't, you know, he's not the best defenseman. He's not even the second best defenseman, probably not even the third best defenseman on the team. So for now. For now. He's still now. only 21. It's, you know, for me, it's easy for us to say we don't love it because of how, how we're playing now. Yeah, for, because of how we're playing now. Listen, the 2017, I think, was Mark Bergevin's worst year. Okay. My mark yeah. for him is a C, minus. Okay. This is. So his, we're just skipping the rest of the two, trades. Well, well, is there more for 2017? Oh hell yeah! What do you got? There's a bunch, man. <laughs> Who? So Boldier traded to oh, Buffalo yeah, yeah, yeah. for a third. A little bit of a dumb pick, but whatever. I'll just I'll I'll scroll through these quickly then. Um, that was stupid. Yeah, a fifth that round. Was a stupid, that was unnecessary. I mean, yeah, a fifth round for. Um, Traded to San Jose for Schlemko. That was a good trade. It's not a bad trade. I thought that was a good one. That was probably one of the only good ones. <laughs> 2017. Yeah. So you basically, this is how I looked at it, because they're literally so close to the, the trades. Um, you basically traded Nathan Bodier and a fifth for David Schlemko and a third. Mm-hmm. Well, the kid we picked up, who did, uh, what's, it says, what's the kid, the name? Scott Walford. Yeah, so supposedly he's, he's should be a decent player. So that we'll Belio trade could, be could end up being okay. Yeah, and now we got uh, a seventh rounder traded to Philadelphia for seventh rounder, which be, turned out to be Caden Primo, which I'm pretty sure was uh, Wayne Primo's son. Or Keith Primo. Or Keith, one or the other, whatever. Mm. Wayne, Wayne. Primo's uh, nephew or, or son. Let's do yeah, that. There you go. That could be good too. <laughs> those are not bad. Those those yeah. moves are not bad. But it's the, the significant moves. I think. Yeah. I think it was a bad. Uh, my most critical part, I think, of Bergevin was his trade deadline. I feel like that was the beginning of the end. And it wasn't so much the trades he made. Is there more trades? There's three more. I'll run through them quickly. Uh, no, there's four. So Martinson. Traded to Chicago for Kyle Bond, which apparently Kyle Bond's supposed to be a decent player. Mm. Um, Zach Redmond traded to Buffalo for Nick Delorier. I don't which mind I, that. Yeah, which I thought was good. <coughs> Nick Delorier has been He's good. He's been successful. And then Tory Mitchell traded to L.A. for a conditional fifth. Mm-hmm. Condition is if L.A. makes playoffs, blah, 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 becomes a fourth, which Montreal traded to Dwight King. So that would null the Dwight yeah, King trade, exactly, essentially. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, and then Peter Holland traded to New York Rangers for Adam Cracknell. That's all I got. Yeah, I don't know Cracknell. I don't know about that either. That's that just kind of a, a whatever one, but that's just a whatever. <clears throat> My most critical thing, and the reason why I'm going to give Mark Bergevin a C mm-hmm. for this year, for 2017, was his free agency. Yeah. Okay, picking up Hemsky, mm-hmm. missing on Radulov and Markov. Yeah. Okay, um, not the trade. I'm not going to be mad at that trade yet. Uh, Carl Olsner. Yeah, hundred percent. Was just terrible. Like our buddy Patrick Talon says, he outbid himself. He he failed to make the team better. Okay, 
I'm not going to say the guy's been a terrible GM. I think it's been a little bit of an old-school mentality mixed with some hard gambles, maybe a bit of bad luck. Okay? Mm-hmm. And uh, looking back, even the Shea Weber trade, okay? Yeah. Looking back, it could have been a masterful, masterful trade if we won the Cup. But unfortunately, if you look at it now, where this team is headed... It's not looking good. No, it's not looking good. And will he be around before it turns around? And how good will he be? I think Mark Bergevin is always going to be remembered now as the guy who traded P.K. Subban. <laughs> that, that's, yeah. that's it. And um, like I said, overall, a lot of questionable moves. Not saying there were, they were all wrong moves, but what he did was split the fan base. And yeah. as a GM, you should never want that. Unfortunately, he's lost a lot of people, and he's only losing more. Yeah, I agree. So I think it's time for a wake-up call. Okay, give no, it's one. not time for a wake-up call. <laughs> Pack your shit, bud. You're going to <laughs> Michelle Terrian's Florida beach house, bud, and that's where you're going to be. Jesus. And by the way, your dry cleaner called. He said your blue suits are ready and clean for you to pick up, but uh, we can't cover the bill, bud. You're going to have to pay for this. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> um, <laughs> What's your grade? <laughs> I'm going to give him... <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm going to give him a C minus. Yeah. Um I listen, I don't mind the the Drouin and Sergachev deal. I think that's that's going to depend on where we go from here. So mm-hmm. Drouin is right now he's looked at as the superstar. I think Drouin is going to be our <clears throat> our star winger once <clears throat> Jeez, sorry. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Our star winger. I got you some water right there. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> um, our star winger. Once we get a top center, I think that's what we that that's what needs to happen. Yeah, so I that's agree. why right now I'm looking at it like Tampa Bay right now wins the deal because Sergachev is doing well. But I think that's a really good hockey trade. Um, I like the Delorier trade. Uh, I like Schlemko pickup, but. You got you can't like you look at you're looking at the trades here. It's he didn't do bad, but the off season with free agency, like you said, letting go of Markov, mm-hmm. letting go dropping of, the ball, letting hard, go of Radulov, letting go of a guy. Not like, letting go. We can't say letting go. Missing like said, out, missing out. Hard or, gambles. I'm not gonna like we can't say it's it's totally his fault. It's not totally his fault. No. I'm sure he, he had the intention to, and I can kind of see what he did, but it was hard gambles, and he lost. Yeah. Sometimes you make those gambles, and sometimes you think you're doing it's the right risk. thing, and you think you're playing it smart, but it, you lost. It's a hard gamble. So it's all it's all about risk in in some some aspects of being a GM. It was. It was, and you can't blame them all, but you can't blame all of it to him. But, listen, results-based business, and there's the results aren't there, so your, your time is up, bud. That's it. It's simple as that. Yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sit here, point my finger at him, and say it's all your fault. It's all your fault. Listen, that Subban trade looks really bad now. It does. Shea Weber's injured. We suck. Of course, it looks bad. Uh, Sergachev is playing amazing. Uh, Drewen is not playing that good, and he's he showing he's showing flashes of. But he's being fan. forced to play. Yeah, but his, he's play- a different he's be- position. Yeah, if they're not using him properly, no. I'm not saying it's gonna be a bust. Because there's still lots of opportunity. Exactly. That's why I'm saying I think this offseason is going to help. Not help. 
this off season is going to reflect on how Drouin does next year. Yeah, exactly. But I think I hope that somebody else comes in here and makes this team better. Retools. Yeah. It has to be done by somebody. And else. I don't think this guy's capable of doing it. I don't. I've lost faith. Yeah. So here's my thing. When do you fire Bergeron? Because uh, here's my to thing. To tell you the truth, if it's me, it depends. But I'm I'm probably hiring somebody to oversee his his moves, like a special team. I'm putting together like a special team of hockey minds to oversee his moves. He doesn't do anything. If I own this team, that's what I'm doing. Hockey yeah. minds. So I think we're gonna make this team better. Then you wait, even if you wait until the off season, but you have to find the right guy for the job. Yeah, so it's so no rush, but don't let him do shit without your consent. Yeah. So I think the assistant GM will be taking who's the assistant GM right now? I don't know. <laughs> Rick Tockett. Uh I don't know. I'm tripping or up. Rick Dudley, uh something Rick, did I say look Rick it up because I'm having a really <laughs> yeah, I'm having a really bad brain fart. Uh, um hold so on. basically he he I think Bergerman will have say in the trade. I think you fire him at trade deadline because obviously okay, if you're not gonna fire him before the off season, you have to fire him now. Wait, what did I I just counteracted what I just said. So if you're not gonna fire him if if you think you're gonna if if you don't want him around next year, you have to fire him now. So a senior VP is Rick Dudley. Okay. Of uh, hockey, hockey uh, operations, Scott Mellenby is the assistant GM. Former goon. Um. So yeah, as I was saying, if you're not gonna have him, if you, if you don't see your future with him in next season, I think you have to get rid of him at the trade deadline, or you have to fire him prior to. Basically, or you just tell them, listen, dude, no, you're not making any moves. This is my team here. Yeah. They're going to sit in your office and they're going to watch you. <laughs> Don't do anything like stupid. <laughs> so I think you basically have that happening. Right now, he's, if he's my GM, he's on a tight leash. Listen, yeah. bro. Whoa, 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 whoa. No drastic moves here. Yeah. That, he, that's how I'm treating it. Yeah. All right. That's how I look at it as well. Okay. So listen. What's up? If you had to choose, because we don't want to sit here and only bash him, it hasn't all been bad, has it? You know what? After be, prior <laughs> to this year, I thought he was doing a phenomenal. Yeah, job. you know, and there was even times where, like, I th- a couple years ago, you're we like, oh, Mark's gonna pull off a good move. And so, what was your, you think, his best move? And his, did it have a, an effect? His best move, in my opinion, was the Dale Weiss and Thomas Fleischman for. Philip didn't know in a second, which the second still hasn't been determined because it's in this year's draft. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Here's how I look at it. You traded Dale Weiss, who hasn't found a home. I don't even know where he is right now, if he is anywhere. He was somewhere. He might be in, he might be in Philly. Yeah, he, uh, he was somewhere, but I he don't might know. might be in Philly, somewhere. or he might be in Phoenix. Search that up real quick. And then you have Thomas Fleischman, who is retired now, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he's... He he's tried to Mon- get a. Beach. He's at uh, Michelle Terrian's uh, Florida Beach House. hockey camp. Um, <laughs> so you traded two guys who essentially had good value. Um, you traded them for a young, promising. Yeah, he is playing, uh, or he played last year. I don't know if he's playing this year, but he still belongs to them. Dale Weiss. Yeah, to the Philly. To Philly. He still belongs to Philly. Yeah. So whatever he. 
essentially he traded Dale Weiss, who was doing well in Montreal. You got value for him. And you traded Thomas Fleischman, who's retired now, for a promising prospect. Yeah, I really like in that. Philip Deneau. And then you still don't know what could come from this second-round pick as well. Yeah, and wait, who Philip was Deneau, the second-round pick? What did it turn to? It, it hasn't been determined because it's still in the 2018. Oh, okay, so it's going to be it's this, this year, year draft. Oh, okay, okay, so there you um, go. So, yeah, I really like that deal. Philip Deneau, in my eyes, is a really good Thomas Bukanich replacement. Um, he could play. He has a little bit more offensive upside right now. He yeah. could play a second line center, but I see him more so as a third line Solid center. Solid third line, guy, yeah. yeah. And it's he's a third line center for the future with potential. What's a little bit of potential still? <clears throat> yeah, so I, I I think that's his best move. It's not a major move, but it's a move that has significant his impact. Ma- his major moves are under question. Yeah. They're, they're under question. There's no major move that he's made, and there's some contracts that he's given out and some signings that he did that are just under question, and I think that's yeah. why it's, his time has expired. But, yeah, I agree with you, too. I thought it was a good move. So you, that was your best deal? No, mine wasn't that. Mine is actually – it's kind of like a minor move, but I thought it really impacted the team. It yeah, was, and that's what I looked at as yeah, well. I thought Sebastian Kohlberg and a second-round pick, okay, in 2014 – traded to the Islanders for Thomas Vanek and a fifth-round pick. I was looking at that one as well. That fifth-round pick ended up being Nicholas Kolberstein. So I thought that that trade was was a good trade. That was Mm -hmm. what we needed during that time. We needed that extra goal scorer to come in and give us a boost in the playoffs. He had 16 points in 18 regular season games, okay, Vanek. Uh, and then 10 points in 17 games in the playoffs, which was pretty good. We had a good run that year, remember? And he yeah. was he was a good part of he that actually, team. He actually, how did he, he went ghost in playoffs, did he not, though? No, not really, actually. He still had his 10 points in 17 games. He wasn't great, but yeah. he still, I he mean, still was, I thought that, okay, listen, one thing is he helped us get there for sure, and he still was a good piece. Sometimes your best scorers don't score in the playoffs. It happens, but he still contributed a little bit, and I felt like he did contribute a lot to to getting us there. In my opinion, I thought that that was probably Mark Bergevin's best trade deadline move. Um, I really, I I like that deal as well. Thomas Vanek, he, he, like, Bergevin did the right thing. He got what we needed in that moment, <clears throat> so I like that deal. And he didn't and give up didn't, nothing. And, and he, uh, Vanek at, at the trade deadline was one of the top, exactly one he of the was. top guys to, to acquire, and yeah. we didn't give up much. But Kohlberg doesn't even play in the league anymore. No. And the second round pick ended up being <clears throat> Jonathan McLeod. Yeah. So um, that day, um, that same day, I'm just going to touch on this just because I'm scanning over the the trades right now, yeah. and, and underneath it is. Um, so future considerations traded to Nashville for Devin Dubnik. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> that, that, I, I remember that, but that was like... <laughs> Look at Devin Dubnik now. I, know. I mean, I get it because prices, yeah, but I just thought it was yeah. funny. We acquired him. And, and he then, was struggling then, but then <coughs> he, he had like, he met God and he changed yeah, he his just, life. So that you can, we, I just we, we touched on that in one of our podcasts. I believe it was like episode five of like season one. Yeah. We talked about all the trades Bergevin did and we thought that he, he, he didn't do too bad, but I think that this offseason, the free agent signings, the last uh, uh, trade deadline, it really yeah. buried him. 
didn't it, it, it started from what we said the the off season of yeah. last year yeah. was just a shit show. Yep. No, the trade deadline of last year was a yeah, shit show. Yeah, it was Sorry. a shit show. He he did the wrong thing. Anyway, moving on. Uh, it's time for Gibby a fact. Facts. Facts. Yes, it's facts. Okay, guys, here we go. Are you ready? Prior to the 1927-28 season, forward passes were not allowed in hockey. Really? Yeah. So I don't know how exactly <laughs> they scored and how they did what year anything. Was that? 1920 before the 1927-1928 season, forward passes weren't allowed in hockey. Wow, like yeah. laterals, just <laughs> just laterals, <laughs> and it's just basically essentially like football, which doesn't make sense. Like, think about it. Not football is football. You can't rugby. Pa- you mean? No, you can't pass. Like, I mean, in the sense of once you pass the line of scrimmage, you can't pass forward. Like, any lateral has to be backwards or but to the side. You can still pass forward, though, right? In football, yeah. If like you, if you're behind, but if, if this you're the is quarter, this, you yeah. can't pass forward ever. Yeah, you can't. So, so it's like rugby. <clears throat> yeah, so you're essentially. It's so I don't even want to think about it because <laughs> I, I I just thought it was so weird. Um. So yeah. Anyways, back uh, to another Gibby fact. If Michael Phelps were a country, he'd rank number thirty-five on the all-time Olympic gold medal list ahead of ninety-seven nations. <laughs> That's incredible. One man is better than ninety-seven <laughs> nations. Uh, that's pretty good. I like that. Yeah. Uh, those poor 97 nations. It's not even fair. <laughs> okay. So you know what time it is now, Gibbs? What time is it, Lewis? The news. All right, guys. Uh, here we go. Um, I got a little little couple things for you here. Uh, Al Montoya returns to practice. He's uh, It's a good sign. He's been out since mid-November with a concussion. So, yeah, good for him being back on the ice. New year, new him, I guess. <laughs> yeah, <coughs> good good for the big Cubano. Yes, hey, yes, que pasó. Um, Canadians are actively shopping Max Pacioretty, reportedly searching for a goal scorer. I'm just going <laughs> to pause there. Um, let's trade a goal scorer for a goal scorer. Yeah, good job. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sports. Um, yeah, we're going to trade him for another winger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a dumb shit. Um, moving on. Nick Delorier earns the Molson Cup honor in December for his fantastic December, I guess. <laughs> Makes no sense. After, I'm pretty sure Galchenyuk... After being scratched. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Galchenyuk had a better... Um, December? December. I don't know why they're hating but on But he didn't my have boy. more hits, did he? No. No, he didn't. <laughs> Gotta look at the other stats, Gibbs. Yeah, okay. Gotta look at the other stats. <laughs> uh, Brett Lernout gets sent back down to Laval. <clears throat> yeah, he, he did not look good. No, he didn't. Um, yeah, learn out. Game looked way too fast for him. Um, Shea Weber injury update. No broken bones, but a timeline is still up in the air. Typical Montreal player injury update with no update. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, they actually had, they said he's not going to return until after the All-Star break. So anytime after the All-Star so break. So they gave us something. That could be in 17 years. That could be <laughs> right after the All-Star break. Thanks, guys. Um, <clears throat> Jonathan Marcheseau signs a six-year 30-mil deal with Vegas. He has uh, 37 points in 35 games this season. Not a bad guy. That's the core, man. I told you. They're going to keep him, Yeah, and everybody else can get it. Get out. Um, Patrick Maroon got suspended two games for a hit on Drew Doughty. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, that was coming. So December's three stars of the month. Number one, Tuka Rask. He went 9-0-1, 1.22 goals against average, 9.55 save percentage. Number two, Josh Bailey, 22 points in 15 games. Nikita Shirt. Whoa, Nikita Kucherev, 20 points in 13 games. <laughs> I wish Sherback had that. And now um, the NFL playoff matchups are set. Yeah! So NFC, we have Philadelphia and Minnesota with the fir- first round buys. I had a little uh, schwad there. Don't even know what I just said, but that's a word. Um, and the matchups in the NFC are as follows. LA Rams versus the Atlanta Falcons. Good matchup. Uh, New Orleans Saints versus Carolina Panthers. Good matchup. And now in the AFC, we have uh, Pittsburgh and New England with the first round buys. And your Buffalo, Buffalo Bills after Bill. 97 hey, years. Hey, hey, let's go, Buffalo. <laughs> so the Bills are getting tough. Yeah. The Bills are in tough. That's okay, man. We already won. Making the playoffs at, since 99. Yeah, is it 99? I thought 99. it was 99. But yeah, um, Buffalo we Bills. Buffalo, are you okay? Are you, can I continue? <laughs> Buffalo Bills versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. By the way, Lewis is all amped, and my Philadelphia Eagles got the first round by. I don't care. Um, so yeah, tough matchup for the Bills, but I think they'll pull off the upset. Blake Trash Bortles is going to screw it up. Um, and then we got the Tennessee Titans versus the KC Chiefs. Whew. Ah, a lot to, to read here. Okay, <laughs> now I'm done after this. World Junior Championship semifinal matchups are set. USA plays Sweden. Canada versus Czech Republic. Go, Canada, go. All right. I'm Let's done go, my Canada. News. Yeah. My okay. Lungs, my lungs hurt. All right, so we're going to skip real life with Gibby and Lewis this week. Why? Because uh, we're we're already running a little bit late, okay. So we'll we'll be back with real life with Gibby and Lewis. I'll just play the music for you though. Okay, there it is. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna get right into it, Gibby. So what time is it, Gibby? What what time is it, Lewis? <laughs> Sorry, I said it wrong. Yeah, <laughs> you know what time it is, Gibby. What time is it, Lewis? It's half four. Weekly sports picks. Weekly sports picks. Weekly sports picks. Sports weekly picked. Yeah. Or or or. There it is for you. You <laughs> so got it, it. So it finally came. It happened, and it's been fact checked. So the the Owen two goes to is here. <laughs> yeah, I, like it was okay. <laughs> First of all, Arizona beat Washington. Okay? Crazy. 3-2. <laughs> that was terrible. And that was your like your layup pick, too. That was the best part. That we was talked like, yeah, about it. This is, this is in the money in the yeah, bank. because I was like, look at you trying to pat your stats last episode. I was like. Uh, and then Florida beats Ottawa 1-0. Crazy. <laughs> like, like, not only do I lose, but like lose like this? Come on, man. So now I am 500. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, not even five hundred. I'm eleven, eleven and one. Yeah, five hundred in hockey, but we'll give it that. Yeah. Some some say no, but whatever. Yeah, it's uh, you know. Uh, sorry, guys. I am. I'm gonna bounce back. So I'm gonna give my picks. There you go. Hey, I'm learning. <laughs> this week I'm taking two Saturday games because I've had no luck on Friday. Yeah. I have. I've had no luck. Okay. Anaheim mm-hmm. beating Calgary, four to two. Okay. And Minute Pop. Minnesota. It's not soda. It's Pop. Pap. Minnesota. 
It's Not Soda, It's Pop versus Colorado. Mm-hmm. 3-2. Okay. All right. Well, your boy still has not gone 0-2. You went 1-1. I went 1-1. Um, I took the Rangers to beat New Jersey 3-2. No, wait. Hold on. Wait, one second. I took New Jersey to beat the Rangers 3-2. Ah. The Devils won 4-3 in ah, overtime. close, close. Close. I had a little brain fart there. I don't know what's going on <laughs> with me today. Um, it's been a while, man. We're, we're all, we're feeling it, man. I'm feeling, I'm like feeling I can't it. Um, Saturday, and then Saturday, the Saturday game I lost, I got Winnipeg in New York Islanders. I took Winnipeg 4-1. Islanders won 5-2. Um, so one and one, you're you're at fourteen and eight. Fourteen eight and one. Yeah, fourteen eight and one. So you're ahead by three games. You got a you got a healthy lead, but there's still lots of games, folks. It ain't over for me. Yeah, never count uh, your. But uh, my season's going like the Habs this year. Just average, yeah, below it's average, been bad. Um. So yeah, my new picks. I went uh, went a little spicy. Not spicy. I'm lying. Um. <laughs> Florida against Boston. I took Florida three two. Ooh. Um. And then Saturday against uh, against who? Uh, Tampa Bay against Ottawa. I take Tampa Bay two nothing. Ooh, exciting! Yes, those are my picks. Okay, so anyway, guys, this has been a great show. I'm happy to be back, but I'm really tired. I need to hit yeah. my bed. Um, listen, just enter the contest. We're trying to give you guys a jersey. More people, the more the merrier. So don't forget quality. The record will be the tiebreaker, the amount of points the Habs will finish with. Pause. I don't know why I just said quality out of nowhere. <laughs> hab a listen at gmail.com. I repeat, hab a listen at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow the Rocket Sports Media team and allhabs.net. Yes. You can see some of Gibby's well-written articles I that he has know. to get uh, spell-checked like a hundred times before he posts them up. Come on, man. <laughs> It's and, uh, 97 times. Yeah, so follow ask, us. Ask Rick. We all, <laughs> we all got a bunch of great stuff coming up, new podcasts all the time. And listen, I we'll see you next week, and I hope you all the best in this new year. Lose weight, be a better person, whatever you do. Everything do everything for the first month and then completely crash it. <laughs> yeah, like exactly. Else. Let's just get back right at it, and we'll back be right back here again next year. Take it easy, guys. But guess what we'll be? We'll be right back here again next week. See y'all later. See y'all later.